This is the Nick and Jules podcast. What's the worst name, do you think? Male. Oh, give me both. Give me one or, one or the other. I think... Cheryl. Ooh, Harold. I think Kyla. Kyla. Is that a name? Or did I make oh, I'm sure. Up? Yeah, I'm absolutely confident someone has just that name. with an like H in there. Just, uh, <laughs> Maybe two. I feel like it feels real douchey. It's like, like Brody. Mm. <laughs> Tyler. I, I like Kyle. a Brody. You like a Brody? Yeah. Does that mean you, you that means you must have, I have a, a friend experience. Brody? Yeah. Yeah. He or she? He. Is, and he's fine? Oh, delightful. Delightful. Well, good for Brody's out there. <laughs> I, I do not. There's a Brody on my soccer team. He's fine. Eh, indifferent. Kyle's on the other hand. <laughs> oh, Kyle's a danger. <laughs> Kyle, talk like this and drink monster energy drink, dude. Yeah, poor yeah. Kyle. They really got, like, uh, that was pre-Karen, I think, where the Kyles were sort of a, a character, a, a person on the internet. Yeah. Mm. I, so I used to be part of this Facebook group, right, called Nick. And it was just like a Facebook group and everyone it was called Nick. And Nick's tried to start this, like, war with Kyle's. <laughs> Because there was another Facebook group called Kyle's, and sometimes guys called Kyle would change the name on Facebook to Nick and Ooh. infiltrate the Nick group. That takes a few businesses. And so in America, apparently, uh, I don't know where it's like somewhere in Texas, they arranged to meet up at a bunch of Nicks for a bunch of Kyles, and yeah, a bunch of them got arrested. Hmm. That sounds right for both those names. Yeah. <laughs> well, does, this, does it sound right for Nick's? What's the what's the Nick stereotype? Hmm. Well, I think it all depends on the actual name, like a Nicholas. Well, that is my. That but is my then some people name. are are just Nick. All Nicks I've met are sporty. Interesting. Uh, I yeah, the one and I know. Tall. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> and tall. All uh yeah, I suppose it's fair. All the Nicks I know also are that. Um, also, yeah, over six foot. That is uh, generalizations about names are quite yeah. funny. Huh. All my, all the mats I know are quite tall, hmm. and have hair. Oh, oh gosh, don't. Mm. Uh, well, that's because you can't see the bald spot on the top of my head because I'm tall. Oh, so maybe Do my, you have hair? Maybe my other Matt has hair. You've got, you've got hair. It's not all fake. No, no, none of it's all. fake, actually, to be honest. Oh. It's all real. Yeah. Mm. I grew it from, my, I grew it myself. <laughs> so clever. Today on the podcast, I need to go for a wee-wee. Right now? I actually do need to pee. That's uh, my, um. that's like uh, that scene in the first Avengers movie where... Bruce Banner is uh, who's the Hulk. They're like, how are you? You know, how can you call on the Hulk? He goes, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Mm. That's my secret. I always need to wheel <laughs> just a little. I could always go just a little bit. Yeah, like oh, every yep. time Dad's like, okay, we're gonna get in the car. Anyone need to pee? Mm. You're like, you're already in there. Panic pee. Yeah, yep. better believe, nervous wee. Better believe that this kid's always got something in the tank. Yeah, mm. and I think that's not necessarily. It's both a combination of my inability to empty the tank and also my ability to fill the tank up faster than the average person. Or just product of constant hydration, which is good. That's what I mean, healthy. yeah. It's a, uh, well, I don't know if it's healthy how quickly my body processes it's it. It's inconvenient. Yeah, oh, I think it's, 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 it's healthy, but it's probably, yeah, just inconvenient. Because mm. I, I do regularly pee, but I drink a lot of water too. What's frustrating d- about this office too is that we have fingerprints to get back in. We, well, it's just kind of fun, but like if you go into pee constantly... I don't know about you guys. My fingerprint, I have to wait at least three to five times to oh, get back mine, in. Mine's yeah. completely well, worn do down. Do you not wash to your hands nub. after wing? <laughs> <laughs> we should do that, Jules. We're Oops. putting our hands there. <laughs> yeah, actually, in this very studio, um, there was a point I was panelling an outside broadcast, which is when the you know the announcers are out somewhere and I'm in here pressing the buttons. Mm. Uh, and there was a break going on. I couldn't leave and all of a sudden had the incredible urge to pee. Oh, snuck up on you. Uh, and I peed in that very bin in the corner. No, you did not. I did. 
<laughs> I was standing right there. No, you couldn't hold. I couldn't. I physically couldn't. I was like squirming, standing. I couldn't. I could barely focus on what was happening. So uh, the judgment they're all, on Nick's face right now. They're all plastic bagged. So I just picked up the bag. Oh, yeah, the stench. No little, issue. Little bag downstairs. <laughs> yeah. And pretended and I was doing like, else. I'm, a, I'm also a piss monster, but I mean, hey, look, uh, my job uh, overtook. I feel like I understand how those uh, workers at Amazon warehouses feel. They, so they uh, also pee in bags. Well, they pee in bottles and stuff because they aren't allowed pee breaks and things. Oh, is it true? Oh, sometimes. What? Oh, that's the accusation. That's like an e- That's inhumane. a scandal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't think Matt's the first to break it, Jules. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't uh, trust anything I've said. Um, wow, I've learned a lot today. Uh, <laughs> also on the show, something we learned from you or from Dr. Carl was mm. a way to I'll claim you know, it, get that summer six pack. Yeah, it's honestly surprising. I don't. How much was it, though, in the end? 1.5 grams. Oh, per so fart? Per fart. That's not no, bad. No, 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 for the day, sorry, for the day. Oh, okay. So you'd have to really be modulating your intake if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. You know, yeah, weigh into... beans, yep. That being said, if you're like, uh, there are some sports or like, you know, bodybuilding or I think boxing as well, where you fight in weight classes, that sort of mm. thing. If you're really, 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 really desperately trying to get to a weight, mm. and it, if we are talking like it's a matter of grams, that might be... Try and squeeze one out. Jockeys. you got to be under a certain weight. Is that how jockeys work? Yeah, I assume they spend a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they use it as a bit of an extra boost when they're up on the horse? They just cock their back a little bit. I imagine go, the movement of the horse riding. It would really be like a... Massages. <laughs> those, you know. They win the race. They have to approach the little machine. Like a car like... with a bad exhaust just stalling. Going Beautiful. Yeah, 100%. I'm surprised. Wow. If they weren't people cheering, I'm sure that's is what that you'd Is that why do. everyone says nup to the cup? Is because they're a bit like, gross. That's just a bit, that's just a bit much for me. Farts. Wow, this has um, become quite vulgar chat, guys. <laughs> that's why it's exclusive and not on air. <laughs> that one reason. It's because, uh, well, I don't... They cross across. I, the thing is, Jules, the first one is, really, we're talking medical conditions. Yep. Here on the podcast. We're talking, mm. the weeing is probably a medical thing. Sure. It's in the world of... Well, sure, it's part of the body, sure. And then you peeing in it in there is that's something you should see a doctor for. <laughs> I've chatted with my psych about it. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> and he spoke about it on air. Um, farting t- to lose weight—that's that is just science. Mm, science, Doctor Carl said. Bad science. Beans, beans are musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. The more you toot, the lighter you are. Science fact. Uh, is that normally sung? Yeah, beans, beans, musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. The more you toot, the better you feel. Beans, beans for every meal. Is that, when is, that, is, do you, is that like a jingle for oh, beans? I couldn't tell you. It, it's something SPC, that exists SPC? in my mind. And yeah, yeah. That, uh, like feels, 19's vibe? feels like if Cotty's decided to make a commercial <laughs> for beans. I, it sounds vaguely familiar to me. Uh, maybe a Simpsons thing? Who's to say? Mm. Is it Cotty's who go... Something, something. My something. dad, he makes the fruit that goes to Cotties. That and makes it makes me fart. Oh, no, <laughs> my dad makes the beans that make me fart. Is that aeroplane jelly? No. no. I like aeroplane oh, jelly. Aeroplane <laughs> jelly for Whitney. For Whitney. Yeah. Does it help you with a, a lot of maturity? Jelly. <laughs> jelly wood. It's, oh, it's a, a lot li- of water, right? Yeah, it's mm. mostly water. And. Gelatin, I guess. <laughs> Probably where the jelly comes from, doesn't Science it? Science chat. Isn't it? That's good how they came with the brand name for jelly or the concept was just like, it's made of gelatin. What's like a fun way to say gelatin? <laughs> yeah. Jelly. That's not, yeah, the boiled down remains of horse Where did the aeroplane come from? Um, probably how it was delivered, ah. is my guess. I don't know if there's actually a scientific reason. It just might be a fun mascot. Yeah, 
that's true. Matt, do you have an opinion on that? <laughs> I feel like it could be like a zoom, you know, when you're trying to feed kids. Aww. Oh, here it, comes the airplane. Uh, yeah, but no one's going to decline jelly. That's a thing. I don't oh, like not jelly. Right minds, but I'm children anti jelly. Just... <laughs> what? Anti jelly. You Vinally. hate jelly? It's a texture Since a thing. child? Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't, wasn't into it as a child. <gasps> so I, there used to be a, uh, Matt, because you're, you're from Queensland, maybe mm. this sort of rings true a little bit. But we, we all would have maybe at some stage in our lives been to an all-you-can-eat Pizza Hut buffet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they also had the dessert bar. Mm. Yeah. The dessert bar famously would have a soft serve machine. Game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah. You could also have like a little bit of brownies. They had toppings and stuff for oh, the take ice cream. Me back there. It was great. But they also had jelly. And yep. oftentimes the, you know, as is the case, soft, sometimes the soft serve machine is down. Yeah. Mm. Or sometimes the brownies are out because it's popular. It depends what time of night that mum and dad take you there. Sure. We would go to the one that was on the Gold Coast at Coolangatta after a long day at the beach. Mm. And obviously everyone there loved brownies. So sometimes the only topping left was jelly. And I said, you know what? I'll have. I'll, I'll pass. I'll go raw, mum. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a what fun thing to say. Mom, I'm just going to go raw, all right? I'm going sh- to shred this off over raw, Mom. Shredding for school holidays of 2000 and something. Yeah, was, I, was, oh, I was a ripped kid. <laughs> I was a seven-year-old with an eight-pack. <laughs> there was a kid on, uh, it was an episode of 60 Minutes in the mid-2000s where he was like, I don't, I think he might've been a swimmer and also there was just a bit of a genetic freakiness to it, but he was just incredible, had such a, like almost 0% body fat. And he was like, he was a 10 or 11 or a 12 year old and he had an eight pack and was just jacked. And I remember as a kid being like, God, it'd be cool to be shredded. But then retrospectively going, that's bad at that age, especially Mm -hmm. it's bad at any age to be that skinny, but my God. Yep. Imagine being able to see that much of your abdominals. No, thanks. Uh, Insanity. Scary. Not since I was born. You haven't seen your abs since you were born? <laughs> I assume they're still in there, but it's been a whole There's minute. something you holding came me out up. Of the yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, oh no, it was, yeah, ripped at birth, and then mm. that was just downhill from mm. there. Uh, also on today's show, we do have um, songs that make you happy, scientifically proven songs that are going to you know make you feel good about life. I enjoyed all the songs, remembered all of them, which is good. Took me back, took me down a journey Yeah, there were nostalgia. quite a few older songs in yes. the list, hey? Were there some that you were surprised that didn't make the list? Well, one of my favourites, one that I have... For many moons, always felt like it is the song that you cannot be unhappy when you listen to it. It's the classic Katrina and the Waves Walking on Sunshine. That's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The classic (laughs) Katrina and the Waves Walking on Sunshine. sunshine, I wonder how that would sound played in a minor key, if you just really want to test out. If that works. Yeah, the scientific theory, which is yes. that it needs to be major. Well, what you what is, you're the music person of the group. What mm. does that mean, minor key? Minor key, sad sounds compared to happier sounds. That's as simply yeah, as I'll put that, it. <laughs> can you put it more? You want more musical? Well, how does it, what is it, what is the different, how do you play something in minor key versus major mm-hmm. key? So in a chord, you've got three notes. And you smile. Yeah, sure. One, three, five. And then the three gets changed from like a, ah, ah. Okay. So it goes happier, down rather ones. than up. Usually goes down. Yep. Right, and that's that makes it sad. Usually, yeah. Huh. Yes. Um, that's the theory actually, you know what? It. This weekend, uh, if you could just quickly record yeah, no "Walking problem. on Sunshine" in a minor key, sure. that'd be super fun Where to find out. How would that go? It's just actually. walking on sunshine. <laughs> Whoa! I don't feel. Does good. the delivery have to be perkier, or does it like have to be sad if you're in? I'll there? experiment. Is yeah, I'll, find, I'll find a keyboard. <laughs> is there a perky way? Is there a perky way to deliver the song but have it be sad? 
other than without making it a parody song. I feel like a lot of songs are like that. They're upbeat, and I don't realize they're sad in the lyrics. Can you think yeah. of an upbeat song that's sad? Oh, for that uh, a pumped Sam up kicks. Pumped up kicks. Oh, yeah. It's about like a, a school, school shooting. shooting. I think it's about. <laughs> yeah, I think it's written about Columbine. See, so I didn't know this because I don't hear. Li- I've got an issue. Oh, it's not I don't really, hear yeah. lyrics. They're, they're so like, I'm like, oh, what a wonderful song, and they're like, they literally just talked about <laughs> depression. I'm like, oh, that's fuck. a very. Are like, you my mum? That's the classic mm, my mum energy. Mm. There's so many songs like that though, where you go, no one's, not a lot of people pay attention to the lyrics. It is about music production. Like that's testament sure. to the the music we play at the station. Mm. The, the amount of songs that we're like. Yeah. Uh, you know, we play "Sexy Bitch" sure. from uh, David Guetta and Akon, Akon I think. Yeah, that's yeah. like you know, no one's really trying to think about what that the misogyny behind no. that. But um, another personal favorite of mine, a Flow Rider song, "Whistle." Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the song? Uh, is it "Blow Your Whistle" mm-hmm. B word? No, <laughs> let me let me find it here. This is just a classic example of another cl- mid two thousand song where it's sure. like. Um, how did this get to, and this got like playtime, like Ooh. quite, quite a lot of airtime on like commercial stations and stuff. Um, this is what, mm-hmm. ringing any bells? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hate these songs because I can't whistle like yeah, well. neither. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, Flo similar Rose vein is... to our 50 cents candy shop. Sure. Yeah. Uh. Suggestive. Well, in that he's like, "Oh, blow my whistle, please," and he's like, "Oh, lick my lo- like yeah. candy stick." Guys, mm-hmm. he's at a kid's birthday party and he's got a party whistle. The ones we go, oh, they're fun. <laughs> the sexiest whistle of all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Different think is colors? the sexiest whistle? Ooh, I think just a classic wolf whistle. Oh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more sports for some reason. Yeah, well, it's because <laughs> yeah, the referees... Like, a, like the red flag, like the, the red The refs wear a tight uniform, so maybe sure. that's it. That's true. Them lines, the stripes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a good old steam train whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you one. only like it because you can do it, don't you? That, yeah. If you thought that was a good attempt, that's the first time I've ever done it. Love oh, that. Wow. I just remember, I used to have... The only reason I think of it is because I thought, a funny answer to give you. But also, I used to have a, you know, um, have you seen those like little blocks of wood? That some kids have where it's like it's like parts of it are hollowed out, and depending on what side you blow on it, it is just a steam train whistle. No, I mean that's a very. I think I know what you're toy. talking about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I think what we realized now is mum and dad gave me a block of wood that made a noise, <laughs> and this will keep him entertained. <laughs> Plenty of other good good noises in this sure. podcast though to keep you entertained. I hope so. Some whistles, some songs, plenty of good stuff. Enjoy. How long did you ignore the injury for? Yes, we had a caller yesterday um, who mentioned that she broke her face mm. in a whole bunch of different places and had no idea. And she ignored it for weeks. Yes. So much so that it had already started healing. Sometimes Unreal. I get it, though. You you get injured or you have something that feels a bit bad, but you feel like, oh, it's not worth going to the doctors. Or it's going to get better anyway. What's the point? Let's go to the phones right now. 131060. Kirsten from Mildura. Uh, how long did you ignore the injury for? Yeah, when I was about eight, I was rollerblading and fell and hit my arm and I kept complaining, saying it was sore, but then apparently, according to my mum, one minute I was fine, one minute I was complaining. Okay. Um, <laughs> took her three weeks to get me to the doctors and I had broken my elbow. Oh, had it started healing at that point or was it still pretty bad? I had started healing. Luckily, there was nothing like out of place. So it um, was healing fine. But yeah, so then I had to spend six to eight weeks in a cast. Kirsten, what was the catalyst between you breaking it and three weeks later? What caused mom to say, all right, we'll get it checked out? 
Uh, my aunt was a medical receptionist <laughs> and I complained to her. And my aunt's like, just take her to the doctor. She'll shut up. Yeah, well, they shut up after that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. That See, probably mum? makes you, your mum will probably consider your opinion a bit more. Do, is that something you bring up with your mum quite often? Because I can't imagine that that's uh, one you let go as a kid. Oh, yeah, no, no. I get, every now and then I'll be like, hey, mum, remember that time that you, know, you didn't take me to the doctors? <laughs> when you were just awful, awful mother. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers for the yes. call, Kirsten. No problem, Cheers. Keeping them rolling on 131060 over to Kira, who is oh, also from Mildura. Kira, how long did you ignore the injury for? Um, so it was probably about th- two, three days. Not quite an injury, but yeah, not. <laughs> what happened? Um, so I had a stiff neck and a headache that was lasting for a while. And um, by the third day, it was it just got worse and worse. No painkillers were doing anything. So it was probably about after dinner time, like I sort of was in bed, couldn't have dinner. Um, n- no painkillers were working. So yeah. we thought, oh, we'll, we'll call nurse, nurse on call and explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, you need to get to the hospital right Jeez, now. From a headache. Um, yeah, yep. So we got to the hospital and found out that I had meningitis and I ended up in the hospital for a nice bit of a stay and in ICU. And oh, my what? God. Yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. Now, maybe this is the uneducated part of me. Kira, what's meningitis? Um, so it starts, it's an infection that starts in your spine and it goes up to your brainstem. Oh. And so the, there's like a layering that covers your brain and that swells up. So it's kind of like, Puts a lot of pressure and swelling so on your brain. Serious, Jeez. serious stuff. Everything okay yeah, now? Yeah. Yes, I'm all good oh, now. Good. Oh, my Phew. God. Kira, thank Glad you for you got the, it checked yeah, out. And thank you for giving us a call. That's all right. All right we'll go one more before we hit news and weather. Uh, Chris from uh, also, Mildura as also, well? Uh, first of all, oh Chris, Chris, before you tell us about the injury, do, do they have access to hospitals in Mildura? What is going on here? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, the hospitals aren't too bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, my, my injury was pretty much the same. I ended up with meningitis as well. Jeez. Chris, how long did you ignore it for? Uh, well, I, I had headaches and stuff, and um, yeah. I kept passing out, just little oh. little spells. Sorry, and you ignored and, that? Yeah, I, I just put it down as being overworked. Wow. And, uh, it got to a point where I passed out at work, and um, they rang an ambulance, and I was taken to hospital. Hmm. And... Um, and um, yeah, the doctors they um they had a look into what was what was wrong with me, and it came down that I had viral meningitis. Jeez, and they had an answer for you. Well, thank goodness for your workmates. Otherwise, Chris, down yeah. to your own devices, Chris, you did, wouldn't have checked it yeah. out. Have you passed out from or fainted just from being overworked in the past? Uh, once, once, once. But, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah. I won't ignore. No, kind of uh, look, you know, maybe <laughs> we appreciate the call, Chris, and maybe this is a bit of a PSA to everyone, everyone listening in Victoria, especially in Mildura, <laughs> if you've got something and you, it's it, like, if you're headachey, especially by the sounds of things, just, just go get it. Go to the doctor, go get to the GP, get it sorted. Last night I had a practice game for soccer. Oh, cool. Season's only a few weeks away. Getting used to it. Yeah. Hot last night. Mm. Kicked off. It was like mid thirties. Gross. Bad times. But you know what? Here's the thing about being a semi-professional athlete, <laughs> which <laughs> I'm willing to throw, I'll, I'll call, call myself that. Semi-professional athlete. Okay. All well, right. you know, yep, I, sure. uh, I hired a running coach to help me with my fitness for it. You so did? Sure. That, tell me, that, tell me that's something that a professional is not doing, Jules. It sounds committed. Yeah. Uh, and as a professional, semi-professional athlete. <laughs> Can't say professional. No, got it. Um, we fight through adversity, Jules. Oh, do you now? We do. What battles were you facing? Well, last night we it was you know it was like a get to the ground at B 
Be there by six for a warm up. Or so be there before six, ready for a warm up at six, game at six thirty. That's good. So, you know, time to tie your shoelaces, I assume. Yeah, which takes me a long time. Mm. Um Lefty Lucy, uh mm. around the tree, bunny mm. goes through the thing. I don't know. Not Velcro? Uh, okay. Yeah, no, cool. I don't have Velcro ones anymore. There sure. are soccer boots you can get with that don't have any shoelaces. I don't understand how they stay on your feet. Me neither. But they look cool though. They do. Don't have those. Didn't the have that as ones. an issue. No, my issue was this, Jules. Um I and I've, and you know this, and producer Matt knows this, and people here at the station know that I, I have quite a small bladder. I, I wee a bit. Oh my god! Honestly, it's like every couple of songs need to go. Now we we've spoken around this time slot about Piss Boy on the show before about this is someone who just absolutely disgraces the toilet. And I take to confirm the, that's not you. It's not me. Right. I'm Wee Boy in the sense that I just <laughs> happen to do it quite a lot. You've got a character name. Yeah. Well, it's just because like, I go all the time, and because it was so hot, I was hydrating. I was drinking a lot of water Good. across the afternoon when I got to the game. Mm-hmm. But the second we hit warm-ups and like in the lead up to the game, we just, we're just we like into running, we're into stretching. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to go to the bathroom. And because I was playing, I got the call up to play like for the first team last night. Sure. Um, and I was like, all right, well, you know, you've got to make a good impression here. I can't just disappear to go for a quite, like a long week. Oh, you can't let the team down. So, you know, we get into it and we do the warm-up and oh, I'm, I'm, I'm needing to go. Nature's calling. Nature is definitely calling, but so was the referee saying, get on the field to everybody. So what did you do? Well, we everyone we get on the field. Like my team takes the, their side of the field for this practice game. Uh-huh. And the other team that we were playing, they weren't fully on the field yet. So I go, oh, maybe right. I can, maybe I've got time. So I ru- like run off to the side of the field. Yep. There's no bathrooms in this area because apparently they had been burnt down. So oh, geez. Great situation to be in for the club, but mm. No so bathroom. So r- what do you do? Run behind a tree. Oh, and I'm, and I'm like, all right, sort of peer, peering me out from behind the tree going, okay, still got some time. <laughs> You've got but, an audience but at because this stage? I, because, I, because there's no one watching me, and I, but I know I've got to be out there. I'm getting stage fright for peeing <laughs> behind this tree. And I'm like, I can see the referee getting ready in the, the other side of the field. They're all coming out. And then- my team are looking around like, Where the, where, where's Where Nick? Where's, where's Nick? And I'm just behind a tree being like, I'm coming, guys. Wait for me. And then realizing I don't have the time, you have to snap it off mid-flow, which absolutely sucks. Oh, no. So you have a half a tank. Half. Oh, yeah. I've got a half a tank, which is, if you, if it's petrol, it's fine. But if it's we, <laughs> it's a complete opposite situation. So, so how did you end up going? Uh, at the game, playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know how your bladder went, but oh. how did the game go itself? Very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> we did lose. Uh, it, not necessarily exclusively because of me, but I definitely will not be getting a callback to be playing for that team anytime soon. For me. That's gr- that means the scammers know that we got paid last night. Yes, they knew it was payday. That's yeah. what I thought. We didn't mention it on the show yesterday, so they obviously went, all right, Jules is flush with cash right now. Got her details. But um, for, this was the reverse of the high mum scam, which was oh, the text dad. one. No, the reverse. So the high mum is like... Hi, mum. Uh, coming from the child, I'm out of cash or whatever. Can you please transfer this, this, this? A very popular scam of late. I got the reverse of hi, mum. So my mum was saying, hi, doll. Can I please have some cash? And Does your mum often do that? No, but oh. it seems so legitimate, this text message that I got last night, that mm. I legitimately almost pulled over in my car and transferred a $300. Thank goodness for payday. But it said, hi, doll. I'm at Coles and I brought the wrong card with me. Seems like maybe something as mum has genuinely done. Did this come from a an unknown number? Well, it came up, popped up as mum. Popped oh. up as mum. I was driving, didn't touch my phone, but I could see that it was from mum. So it already was a contact. That's so clever. So I was thinking, oh my goodness. Uh, can happen? you please pay me 315 bucks? I'll pay you back when I get home. And I thought, like, it's grammatically correct. What is mum buying at Coles? That's right. And so, 
And then she's, you know, put the BSB in the account and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, um, that's kind of bizarre. But it seems like, you know, towards the end of the day, 6 p.m., that's the time mum would go to the supermarket. Mm, yeah, she's Honest just mistake. got work or something. Yeah. That's right. And then as I went to confirm it was actually mum, yeah. I wrote, is this legit? What's your middle name? <laughs> that See, that's funny that you actually, every time I meet my parents, just to make sure that they're not doppelgangers, I will also ask my dad his middle name. I was prepared for mum to text back and say, Dal, what are you talking about? You know my middle name. But it popped up as a, a green message. And I know mum has a blue, has an iPhone, so it needs to be a blue message. I thought, ha, huh, that's sus. On closer inspection, I realized there's a dot next to mum as the contact. So... What does that mean? What do you, like, it's so like, I'll show you on the phone. So there's yeah. a dot next to mum. Yeah. So I don't oh, know. You full, could add full that. stop mum. Yes. Yeah. They put a little, uh, yeah, the little. So small, so sneaky that I didn't notice it straight away. <laughs> but the thing that really tipped me off that it was definitely not mum. Yeah. And definitely a scammer. Is that why would mum spend $315 at Coles? She always makes tiny little trips with a couple of things every time. There is a formula, a scientific study, a survey that has effectively been released, Jules, Proving oh. the top 10 happiest songs. Oh, so someone smarter than us has actually crunched the numbers. Yes, a researcher in the UK, Dr. Michael Bonshaw, has revealed and determined a simple formula to determine how happy a song is, Jules. Right. Previous songs have, uh, previous studies have found that certain songs are perceived as happy if they're in a major key. Yes, makes sense. They have a sweet spot of about 137 beats per minute. That's very specific. Well, I find that I don't hear lyrics a lot of the time in songs, but I would judge whether a song is happy or sad based on that key. If it's minor, oh, it's a sad song. Yeah, I'm not a particularly, I'm not, you're a drummer. I don't really know music, but they're throwing a lot of terms around. They say songs in the seventh chord, add interest, regular chords using three notes, uh, songs with a one, two, one, two beat, huh. high volume, happy songs with repetitive parts of melodies. Sure. All that stuff. Upbeat stuff. Upbeat stuff. All I that think, sort of stuff, yeah. Jules, says, hey, this is going to make for a happy song. And using that formula, these scientists have discovered possibly, probably the 10 happiest songs in the world. Oh, so chuck these on, you'll be in a great mood. Yeah, so the list includes, we've got like Waterloo by ABBA. Great. September by Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, my fave. I Get Around from the Beach Boys. Sun is Shining from Bob Marley. There's a few uh, other classics on there, such as the uh, the Village People. It's fun to stay at the that's getting up there as far as the happiest songs yeah, go. Yeah, you got to dance. The Beach Boys are doing quite well for themselves. They make the list twice. They've also got good vibrations. I'm picking up good vibrations. A classic. I we play the Beach Boys a ton here on the station, but maybe <laughs> we should. Um, James Brown gets up there. A favourite of mine, Uptown Girl. And everyone knows those lyrics. I'm also getting caught out just by wanting to play the rest of the song because <laughs> Billy Joel's great. Come on, mate. We're not doing um, karaoke. But one, and this also speaks to how influential and good she is. And this might sound like Sponcom, like sponsored content. But our girl Pink. No. You just snuck her in there. No, truly. You're getting free tickets, are you? Supposedly get the party started. According to scientists... Get the Party Started could be the fourth happiest song in the history of human music. Just because it's upbeat and it's happy and she's talking about partying. 137 beats per minute, one, two, one, two, repetitive bits. It's got seventh chords or something like that. Scientifically proven to be happy. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not going to do, because we do, she's got like a 
concert coming up and all that stuff, and I don't want to say that because I don't want to take away from the fact that this is science. Oh, it was well-deserved, regardless of everything well that's deserved. going on for um, The fact that we ha- seem to have a station bias towards her is <laughs> irrelevant, Jules. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.